Hey guys, welcome to the True Blue Riffcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Dave. My name is Christine DeBell, but many of you know me as Susan from A Talking Cat. And as you know, I have to go and get my cheese puffs out of the oven. So have a great time with Jeremy and Dave. See you soon. Thanks, Christine. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined, as always, by... Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Dave. How's everybody doing? It's very cold. <laughs> How are you doing today, Dave? I'm Aside from great. being I'm cold. Actually, I'm at, well, I'm actually inside. It, it's weird because, like, I, I'm inside today. Oh, So there won't be weird. any, like, weird background noises, or at least I hope not. Unless not from my you, cat I decide, mean. I mean, unless my cat decides it wants to destroy something again. <laughs> um... But uh, uh, Jeremy, I gotta, I, I gotta tell you something. You have very polite children. <laughs> oh, you heard, you heard my, I uh, did, yeah, my youngest, <laughs> yeah. So, um, when you guys listen to uh, "Rock Till You Die" and um, the fun little cameo intros, um, Jeremy's uh, uh, youngest, I guess he just said it was his youngest, but one of his kids came up to him. Can't remember what they said, but it was very polite. It's just like, oh, and he's like, oh well. You you did very good. Now go put that back or something. And she was, <laughs> it was like the most polite little conversation I've, I've ever heard between a parent and a child. I guess that tells you something about my upbringing. But uh, I was like, I was like, that's I was like, that's that was the most polite little upbringing. little girl I've ever heard in my life. And I just yeah. wanted to say something about it. <laughs> oh well, thank you. I appreciate that, Dave. <clears throat> we do uh, we do try our best uh, as parents, but um, today. We are going to be discussing uh, a, a special little thing from Rift Tracks that they did uh, starting back in 2014. That's the total riff off, and we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, we might ago. we might also be discussing um, the latest episode uh, of uh, the Book of Boba Fett, aka the Mandalorian. Uh, but we'll oh, talk about we'll that, be talking about that at the very end of everything today in case yeah. people haven't seen it yet and they don't want to uh, be spoiled on that. And uh, as usual, before we get going here, we have to take a look at uh, at our buddy James Wen's Twitter account. <laughs> uh, there's, there's, a, there's one specifically I want to talk about. Dave Dave sent me this a screenshot of this yesterday. Uh it's a picture of here, hang on. Let me let me get to it and bring it up uh like I Oh that's right, you're a lot. You're you you, you like I do see for your face. people here. The yeah. people here on Twitch. Yeah, people can see me. They can't see you, but they can't see they can't see my disgusting ugly face. So uh yeah, right here. Let's see this. It is a uh, brand new 2022 Ferrari F8 for million dollar house scene in Birdemic 3. <laughs> a mil- it's a million dollars. A million dollars. Now, that that would only be $500,000 according to Rod, but uh, oh, because, yeah, it's a big 50% yeah, discount. 50% discount. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and then he posted this thing. I don't even know what this is. Free... That's like a free charging station, but it's got all yeah. these blue swirls like a and a bird. He's it. like, yeah. oh, is this from Birdemic 3? They, no, it's not. You know that. <laughs> You're the director. 
Yes. Uh, yes, that. Atomic Hero Squad. That is a nice car, though. Yes. I I mean, it's a Ferrari. Come on. But it's weird. <laughs> like She's my hot Ferrari. Plus, it's a, <laughs> it's a plug-in hybrid. My girlfriend's uh... a plug-in hybrid. <laughs> I'm a big, oh, fat man. idiot. Yeah. I was also in the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Yes, uh, we were gonna we were gonna discuss that when we talked about Book of Boba Fett, but um, in the the last last week's episode, uh, and there there is some spoilers here, but Boba Fett gets his ship back, and uh, he's gunning down the uh, the biker speeder bike gang. Uh, one of them turns around right before he gets blown up. That's our buddy Alan Ball, yeah. aka Rod from Birdemic. So I was a stormtrooper and I got blown up. I didn't now even get a th- to get a shot off. So now you can't I'm say officially that, like, in the Star I'm, War. I'm officially yes, the Star War, the space conflict, known as the Star War. The space I've been part I'm of the space conflict. I'm gonna go ahead conflict. and put myself on Wikipedia. <laughs> no, it's Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, we 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 tease a little bit, but. You know, it's all in good fun. He, at least with he's Alan. my friend on Not Facebook. With... I should probably, I should probably invite him on the show sometime. Yeah, he actually um, followed the podcast on Twitter. Last Does week. he? And we yeah. just made, we just made fun he, of him. He just started following us. Yeah, he. I'm sure he's not listening. Um, yeah, he, he's got other things to do. I know he's. Although he's this probably particular hiking, this particular uh, episode got a little bit more attention than we usually get on Twitter over the weekend. Oh yeah, we were kind of surprised. We had a lot of uh, we had yes, a lot of interaction does seem that super nice we don't usually get. Yeah, uh, yeah, we had a lot of uh, likes and retweets, and it was kind of surprising. And then, and then my wife tells me after this tweet gets all this traction, um, honey, we have parent teacher conference at noon on Thursday, and I'm like, oh great. So that's why we got pushed back to one o'clock. Um, I did. Uh, I did do like a quote tweet about that. Hopefully, enough people saw it, uh, so they didn't yeah. just try and come at noon and be like, "Oh, these guys aren't oh, even well, here." They're, uh, they're Welsh out. What is this? Yeah. A Kickstarter? <laughs> um, uh, uh, is this a store? What is going on here? The hours on the outside say this and that. My cat's oh, my giving me a glare. I put my cat outside earlier because he was being a little spaz. And knocking everything and now, over. Yeah, and now he's in and now he's in the yard giving me the eyeball. He just looked at a bird. But it's like, no, buddy, <laughs> I'm not coming out there. If you wanna come if, if you want if you wanna come in, you gotta come up here because it is uh twenty eight degrees outside and I'm not wearing shoes. Twenty eight. So degrees. if you wanna come back in, you gotta come to the door. <laughs> That's way warmer than it is here. It's only uh it's only eleven degrees here right now. Wow. Yeah. Well Rift Chat said, report, yes. Didn't like the whole uh East Coast get a um get like a, a, a frost blast. What do you call those? A cold snap? I, I don't know. It was like negative one uh the day before yesterday, like all day. An that Arctic sucked. vortex. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But let's move on now to our weekend box office because something interesting happened. Oh, uh, in, in our last movies? in our last report, uh, Scream had overtaken Spider Man for the number one spot. Well, that is no longer true. What? Uh, Wait, Scream did... Scream had a sixty percent drop off. 
Oh, and now Spider-Man is back at number one. Oh, wow. You want to know why? Because that movie's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that movie's awful. Over the last weekend brought in just over 14 million. Scream brought in a little over 12 million. That's uh, crazy. Sing 2 hanging in at number three. The new movie Redeeming Love debuting at fourth place. And The King's Man holding steady in fifth place. That's insane. That's that Spider-Man, a movie that's been out for a month, retook the number one spot. Yeah, usually that doesn't happen. Like if another movie comes out that overtakes it, it usually stays that way. But <laughs> enough people went and saw Scream, I was just like, ew. Like, like, nope. <laughs> I'm gonna tell my friends to never mind. Wait till it shows up on Paramount Plus. Yeah, wait till it shows whatever. up on Netflix or one of these crazy. It's a Paramount. It's a Paramount picture, so it'll probably come up on Paramount Plus. Yeah, on Paramount know. Plus, be on the streaming services worse than CBS All Access that it replaced. <sighs> I didn't know that was possible, but it is. <laughs> It's because there's a new season of Star Trek coming out, and it's going to no, be yeah, no, yeah, Star, it's going to be Star Trek Picard season two, <sighs> where Patrick Stewart's even more horrible and old. <sighs> yeah, uh, if you couldn't tell, neither of us are fans of the new Star Trek series. Is no. multiple series? Yeah, we didn't care for either of them. But enough about Star Trek. When you talk yeah, about that- something else that's terrible on TV, and that's the total riff off. Uh, so for those unfamiliar, this was a, an official foray into television yeah. with Rift Tracks and the National Geographic Channel teaming up. Uh, they initially did three episodes on April Fool's Day, and it was uh, just called the Total Riff Off. The first one that they did was uh, Killer Shrimp and Friends. Right, which uh, was a bunch of little snippets from like other yeah. shows I'll put together. There's a lot in there, and we'll get to that. Um, you have a lot they, of nature people acting overly excited about things in nature. Yeah, then uh, and then we got our first episode of Man v Monster with Richard Terry, uh, oh, where he was trying to find the con artist Richard Terry, <laughs> the giant uh, demon bat down in. Uh, down in, in South America, it's, it's, Central America, it, South America. Yes, South America. One of them takes place in Brazil. Mexico. I think the demon. I, didn't, I thought the demon bat was in Mexico. The demon bat. Okay. See, I'm already getting. I just watched these, and I'm already getting confused. Demon bat was in. Uh, yeah, Mexico, Central America. Yeah. Um, the uh, Brazilian Bigfoot obviously takes place oh, in God. Brazil. Uh, yeah. And then the that was the last one that they've done. Yeah. And the, the one second between... Richard Terry that they did. Uh, took place in Thailand. Okay, yeah. But we'll I mean, we'll get to the, we'll get to that like because those are like the these... best. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but they, 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 they all take place like the the worst parts of these countries. <laughs> it's yeah, like places like the you most wouldn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we got the episode "Guy and His Goose," which isn't just about a guy and a goose. They also have some uh, swamp swamp guys, swamp men, whatever the show was. Yeah, and then there's a uh, part of an episode about cadaver dogs, which was really <laughs> weird. Uh, and then we've got uh, after that episode four was the other man versus monster one, uh, where Richard Terry was looking for the Naga, uh, and then we got animals behaving badly, which again is a bunch <laughs> of uh, 
clips from other shows, and we will be talking about some of that stuff because there I is have some... some words to say, particularly about one particular thing in that. <laughs> yeah, and Dave watched that before I did, or he remembered okay. it more than I did because he brought yeah. something up that I'd completely forgotten yeah. in that episode. Well, I mean... And uh I completely forgot most of all this stuff. I mean, like, I, I remember just, you know, the basics of it. But I haven't watched this. Like, the last time I, like, have an active memory of it being in my Rift Tracks rotation would be 2016. That was the last time I know for sure it was in the rotation. Yeah. So it's been, like, six years, and I forgot a lot about it. Now I'm going to get into the process of the podcast here for just a second. Uh, lately, Jeremy and I have been recording these and broadcasting them in the morning because that's when we both have time off. Um, and uh, uh, we usually watch the the riffs that we're going to talk about right before the podcast so that like any ideas <laughs> that we have uh, are still fresh in our brains and we can discuss them you know, while it's still like right there in the forefront, because there have been times in the past where uh, we haven't been able to get to the podcast until maybe a week or two after we've watched something and it doesn't go so great. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we forget what actually yeah. happened in the movies because yeah. why would we hang and, on to some of it? And we have to tap dance, but luckily that was during <laughs> the time when Jeremy edited the show. So luckily, yes. hopefully you didn't even notice. Um, but uh, so the thing is, is that, Last night, I watched Book of Boba Fett. I got caught up with all that so we could talk about it today. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to watch all of the total riff-offs a couple hours before the the podcast starts. Okay, so I watched Book of Boba Fett. We both had the same wrong memory about the total riff-off episodes also. So. So I went to bed, or I tried to go to bed, but I had one of those nights where it just wasn't working out. Like you, you toss and turn, hour goes by. It's like okay, if I go to, if I start to sleep now, I can sleep for four, for five hours. An hour later, oh, if I start sleeping now, I can sleep for four hours. And about four thirty in the morning, I realized this is not working. <laughs> so I finally gave up and I got up and I was like, I might as well start with these total riff offs now. <laughs> So I get so I get my computer out. I open up. I go to Rift Tracks. Go to my library. Open up six tabs. Pull up all the uh, total riff offs, and I start playing the first one. And I look down at the runtime, and it's f- like forty-five or forty-seven minutes. Like this is forty-five minutes. What? <laughs> so and like I had initially only uh, scheduled a couple hours because for some reason in my memory. I don't know why I thought this, but I thought these were all only like 20 minutes long. Yeah, and... I had I had the same thought. I'm like, oh, they were only like half-hour episodes, right? Yeah. No, they were hour-long so, no, episodes no, they when were. they were on TV. So, yeah, no, they're they're full length. And I, I did a little – and I started to panic a little. Like, well, thank God I got up early at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> Uh, so because I did, I did some math and it's like, it's a four, like to watch all of them, it's a four and a half hour experience. And, um, so I was just like, wow. So, um, Dave had a minor panic attack. Yeah. So, but, uh, luckily I got up. So, um, (laughs) it was, 
Sorry, I just had to put the cat away. <laughs> uh, it was he was he was knocking stuff over again. Oh, of course. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, total riff off. Where to begin? Where do you want to uh, begin? I think we should begin with the first episode, uh, Killer Shrimp and Friends. This one, the most uh, the most notable things on this one is first of all, like Dave was saying, we've got these uh, these experts uh i think one of them yeah. was a what they what they call her a biologist with a twist or something yeah, like that so, yeah like, something where it's like something new and hip and exciting for national geographic yeah. here in the 90s i mean it's not in the 90s <laughs> clearly it's like in the 2000s that was a big thing in the 90s it's like updated for the 90s it's edgy yeah man it it really Radical. felt like they were trying too hard to get kids interested in this stuff yeah, it's um, like everyone they were way too excited to talk about boring nature crap. There's there's a couple things in here that I don't think we could call boring nature crap though. Uh they do involve crap, especially the one with the dog. <laughs> uh oh, the oh, yeah. uh the spaniel who eats thongs, the teenage <sighs> girl's thong underwear. The uh, gross. Yeah, that was that was quite a segment. Um cuz they, you know, like Obviously, he had like a like a fake dog or something with like a tag sticking out of its butt, <laughs> like for recreatment. Uh, it was <laughs> it was very disturbing, very, very, very disturbing indeed. Uh, and then they get to like uh, I think that's the one with the uh, Tasmanian tigers, like living like warming up in the corpse of the other animal that like the parent killed or something. Yeah. Uh, and that also had the whole thing with the honey badgers, uh, trying to get into the, uh, the beehive (laughs) and there's just bees all over it. And like the, the baby is off to the side, like kind of getting stung a few times here and there. Uh, not as bad as the moment in, uh, the, uh, animals behaving badly episode, yeah, uh, but we'll yeah. we'll we'll get to that we'll get a to little that, bit later. Yeah. The first one though, it's 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 more like a bunch of shorts put together, mm-hmm. uh, not full episodes of anything. They kind of bounce back and forth between a couple different shows that they have in there, uh, because it does go back to the uh, the people that are way too overexcited about oh these animals gosh, doing like, normal like- things. Be like, we can skateboard and eat yogurt, man, and yo do yo-yos and, sh- and and stuff. This mantis shrimp packs quite a punch. It's like, do you like Kool-Aid and Super Mario Brothers and Sonic the Hedgehog and Bart Simpson? <laughs> These animals do. Whoa, yeah. too slow. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was really sad, like seeing yeah. that. Uh, that's um, what it felt like. Yeah, that's that's exactly how it came off. Um, it was yeah, way over exaggerated, way crazy. Um, now, now before we move on to the next one, to uh, Demon Bat here, uh, if you guys haven't seen these, uh, I think they're six bucks a piece or something like that on right. Yeah, uh, four ninety nine for regular video, five ninety nine for the HD. Um, so if you uh, if you haven't seen them yet, uh, you can purchase them individually for five bucks, 
or you, you can you can watch all six of them uh, with the Rift Tracks Friends subscription, uh, which is some, like what is it? Hang on, let me look. Five ninety nine a month. It's not an ad. <laughs> we don't get anything for this. We don't get paid just, for this. But I'm for just this saying. Podcast? This is this is just an informational purpose type thing. You can yeah. go. You can get Rift Tracks Friends. You can watch all six of these on there. Uh, they also have them up uh, if you use the Pluto TV app, that free streaming thing. Uh, I know you can watch. Uh, you can watch them on there. Um, if you just like Google search it, I know it comes up to watch on Pluto TV, and it's you know it's ad, so it's just like watching it on TV. Because again, these did air on TV. I'm not sure about about the very last one that they did. Um, simply because Jeremy uh, thinks that it was it was part of the Kickstarter. I don't remember if it was a Kickstarter. I don't, I don't or think it was. You may I have gotten it, four and five as part of a Kickstarter rewards or something. Maybe at some I point, don't remember. Maybe. Um, but uh, the well, last mind, one been like thirteen Kickstarters now. So <laughs> yeah, this is true. Again, it all just kind of blurs together in my old man brain. That's correct. <clears throat> but the second one is uh, again. It was our first. Introduction to Richard, to our, yeah, Richard Terry, Richard Terry, yeah, and he uh, he's chasing down the demon bat in okay. Mexico, and uh, he. This is the one that they where they found the uh, the the drawing of the bat in the in the uh, walls of the ruins. And they kind of like highlighted it, and it's like here. Let me just bring it up again. I can show you guys watching. Uh, it's it's this goofy like this is how they show it on the TV. This goofy bright yellow and orange painting that they did. Uh, you can actually uh, buy this uh, design uh, on the Rift Tracks Threadless Store as a t Oh wow, the Demon Bat. Uh, but yeah, Richard Terry is down hunting down this Demon Bat. And uh, here we go. There we go. There's. I think we should talk a little bit about who Richard Terry is. Richard Terry was a cameraman. Yeah. (laughs) He initially started, uh, and he's 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 one of the biggest. uh, I can take nothing and turn it into something type of people out there. Yeah. Like he was like. I don't want to say that he's a con man, but. I don't know how to finish that sentence. Um, I certainly don't think he's stupid, but I think that he's making content for people who are. <laughs> because it's like the whole Oak Island show. Like, yeah. we're going to find this treasure or the hunting Bigfoot stuff. We're going to find Bigfoot. Spoiler alert they never found Bigfoot. Yeah. He never found, yeah, in, 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 in any of these. These things like like in every one of these things that Richard Terry does, he goes to some to like like the worst, grossest parts of these foreign countries <laughs> that like are that, that shouldn't be representative of that country at all. But 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 he goes there and he finds some uh, some people who say they have been attacked or have encountered this this monster and then he goes and he looks for the monster, and along the way, he comes across some kind of water-themed or, like, water-related obstacle where yeah. he either uh, 
uh, what's the word? Like, where he either like, uh, I can't think of the word for it, but he either, um, he either tra- traverses the obstacle, like overcomes <laughs> the obstacle somehow, or oh, hey. he just like the backs I'm away and like goes another motivation. way, like goes another way around. Like, um, like, like in this one, uh, there's a collapsed street and <laughs> he you can, just... he, he's like, oh my gosh, this is so dangerous. As you can see, there's no way we're going to be able to cross this broken street. Even though like people all just walking across it, literally walking yeah, across it. As he's saying that, uh... like, no, it's like, no, you can just get across. I mean, you, you, you'd have to leave your car behind. Yeah, but you can easily get get across it. So, or you could just find like another another way around. He yeah. clearly just like got out of his car and like, oh my gosh, look at this dangerous obstacle. <laughs> he very much was trying to uh, to to make mountains out of molehills. Uh, yeah. In one part of this, at the very beginning, they're going to this small village, and uh, they're trying to figure out. Uh, you know this demon bat. So they're going to talk to a shaman, and that he uh, says wrong is like the shaman, or yeah. like how does he and say he's, it? It's uh, I don't know. He it's like a solar panels type uh, mispronunciation. Yeah. Uh, he <clears throat> he says that we can only film in this guy's house, but yet they're very clearly filming other people, and he's like, oh, <laughs> we got stopped at a checkpoint. And but you can see some people outside the the van that they're in, and they're not like military or police or anything. They're just people. Yeah, they're and just, they're yeah, like, they're We're just like regular Jones. We're gonna get escorted out of this. And now I'm, I'm going. I know I'm going more Australian with my accent, but okay. <clears throat> yeah, no, he seems like a very knockoff kind of crocodile um, hunter. That's what I crocodile think. hunter. Yeah, no, it's just like he's just <clears throat> like he's not Australian, and he's not as entertaining. Well, maybe he is entertaining as a crocodile hunter, <laughs> just like in just just like in a different way. Yeah, because it's like if this guy did half the stuff that the crocodile hunter did, he'd be dead. Well, I guess. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Never mind. That was not on purpose. I'm sorry. I was gonna say because that that kind of ties into one of our other ones, uh, but. This this episode was originally called the Flying Demon. Yes, no editing. I know. Uh, and this is uh, about a mysterious bat terrorizing a Mexican village, and he's going through like all these caves, and he's got all this gear on. And the best part is like, I have to make this jump, you know, uh, into this water at the bottom of this cave. I have to jump off this little cliff here, and it was literally like maybe a five foot jump into some water. Oh, is that the one like in the very in the very last one where he like hooks himself up and goes like repelling on this waterfall? That's in when... that's in the Amazon. The that's yeah, the second or the not the Amazon. That's the uh, the one Thailand. Brazil, the one in Thailand. Yeah, or, or was it Brazil I, or was it Thailand? I don't know. One of them. He's the, gotta go. They're all the same. It's another <laughs> like, remote village. He's got to yeah, go to. Yeah, he's going to go find some big monster. Turns out it's a regular animal that he's looking for. Yeah, in like, this that's one, how they all end. He finds a cave full animals. of bats. Yeah. And uh it's fruit bats in the first one. Yeah. And then he goes and he finds this uh this mural on the ruins of the bat that we that we just showed. Um and that's uh hang on, I'm gonna bring that up again because I love this so much. Uh 
they find this painting and he's like, oh, yes, if you look at the nose on it, it's got this thing at the end of it where it goes up and that's a leaf bat. And this one is vicious because it's got its mouth open and they go and they find saber like teeth. Yeah, they go (laughs) they go into another cave system and they find these leaf bats and they're the same size as the fruit bats. And they're also vegetarian bats like the fruit bats like really. And then uh, he goes to another village, and these people are telling him about how they would wake up and the blood would just be, like, running down their faces. And, you know, they didn't even feel the bites while they were sleeping. And That's called a mosquito. <laughs> uh, it turns out it's just uh, what they call vampire bats, which uh, when they bite you, it has a thing that makes it so the blood doesn't coagulate as quickly and so that's why there's all this blood all over when they wake up from being bitten uh, by the bats. But it's not that nobody's being attacked and beheaded. Yeah. Like, uh, like they said, by these little bats. They're not the mutated versions of these bats from the movie Bats uh, <laughs> from the mid-90s. But, uh, yeah, that's the that's the demon bats of plain old. Plain old I'll vampire. I'll come back later. I'll plain come old back vampire after, bat. To come back again. And maybe yes. find a demon bat after someone's <laughs> been attacked and tragically killed. Yes. The I don't next... know how I'm going to get back here. I don't know how I'm going to get past. I don't know how I'm going to get home because there's a big hole in the road. <laughs> uh, how am I? I guess this is my house now. Yeah, I live here now. Uh, the next episode was uh, the uh, episode titled A Guy and His Goose. Oh, God. <laughs> which centered, centered around this guy who liked to walk through a park. And this goose started following him. He's a retired bachelor. That's how they refer to this guy. Yes, a retired, a retired bachelor. bachelor. I think his name's what, Dominic? <laughs> it was something like that, yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, he then and then they decided that they had to uh, redo the park because it hadn't been maintained for so long. So it was going to be closed for two years. And then they're like, well, what do we do with this goose? We put the goose in the zoo. And then the guy got into an accident on his little Vespa, and he couldn't get around to go see the goose for a while. And then he got to go see the goose. But like, well, I mean, like the goose was like his best friend. It was okay. Look, here's the weird. He thought thing they thought about, the goose was a woman at first. Yeah, a no, but the thing is, he was woman. talking about the goose like it was his girlfriend. Yes, I mean, I love, that's weird. I love the goose, and the goose loves me. Yeah, and they were calling the goose Maria, and then later on they find out the goose is a boy. <laughs> they call but him they Mario. But they don't say that. You know what? You know what they say? <laughs> find out Maria is a Mario. Now, like, okay, now this is how dumb I am. Uh, like, like when when I hear Mario, my generation, our generation, <laughs> our mind automatically goes to Super Mario. He's like, he's he's a Mario. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> What he's a Mario, and then like it turns out, oh, they're saying that he's uh he's 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 a man. Yeah, he's a man goose. He's a he. And yeah, it's like well, and the guy's like, well, I guess Mario Maria is just because I guess Mario is the the is the masculine of Maria. Apparently, I don't know. Fact check, partly <laughs> true, maybe. Um, anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, but no. it, it, it just kind of threw me when, when they called him a Mario, like he, Maria is really a Mario. It's like, well, why don't you just say that? Like, well, it turns out he has a wiener, you know, 
<laughs> why don't you say that? This, you know, it's like, 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 wh- wh- why do you got to make it a, a joke out of it? Because, like, usually jokes are followed by people laughing. Yeah, and I'm not laughing. This you know, goose like, also to, like, showed up in in uh, in a video by OK Go. You know where their their whole gimmick what is. What the hell make... is OK Go? I mean, like, a... like world famous band OK Go. And their I'm like... their main thing is all of their videos have some sort of like crazy gimmick. Like the 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 one that they reference, they're actually like, "When are you gonna get on the treadmills? Get on the treadmill now." That's was like their first video that brought them to prominence. It was where they did like this big uh, choreographed routine on all these different treadmills where they were like going in between the treadmills and doing stuff. Yeah, gimmicky music video savants, as as Atomic Hero Squad calls them. Their videos are usually a whole lot of fun to watch, though. Um, well, let me ask you this, and this is a question I always ask when, like, I've not heard of something, and this is probably just me being an old man, being out of touch, or just you know, liking not liking anything past the year nineteen ninety three. But like, if they're so damn famous, uh, like, how come I've never heard of them? <laughs> <laughs> I I got my first exposure to them. Uh, from the 3DS, Nintendo 3DS, uh, because oh, they had a wow. short form, they had a short form video service on there for a while, and one of the 3D videos that they put up was a video from OK Go where they did work with uh, a bunch of rescue dogs. Um, oh, it's it's get, a fun, it's a fun video. Did you get that free with your purchase of Kingdom Hearts 358 <laughs> over two days? No, it or- was. <laughs> Just the free thing that Nintendo offered for like a year and a half on the on the 3DS. Atomic Hero Squad, yeah, that was it was their exposure to it also. Uh but yeah, they they were in there and they showed like half of the video and that was how the goose got famous because the goose needs an agent now. Um, that was that was one of the okay. things that they said in the in the show. Uh, hey, guess what? That goose is probably dead. Yeah, more than likely by now. Um, like the seal. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> from oh, the the <clears throat> so in the first that was in the first episode right Manish Shrimp and Friends the get the one at the seal was yeah. in there Man, and yeah. that was just like this huge depressing thing because they talk about this guy who found a seal this in Ireland and he decided he was going to nurse the seal back to health and then somebody dropped off another seal to him and then he got married and then the seal died and then he died the end. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man, and shrimp and friends. Uh, you bastards. Yeah. Uh, a guy and his goose then moves on to uh, the swamp men thing not where we see guys from Florida catching alligators. It was kind of dumb. Uh, and then the whole thing with the cadaver dogs. Now, this one, the guy in here, okay, it was about this this company. They train dogs. Uh, for stuff like that, for cadaver dogs and stuff like that. And uh, this guy comes because he needs one uh, for something over in the Middle East. I don't know. He's got some contract over there where he's specifically trying to find blown-off body parts, uh, as he as he so eloquently puts it. And uh, they give and him... do what? They and show him a <laughs> spaniel. I don't know. And he doesn't want the spaniel. He wants a male in you. Uh, because he likes those dogs better, so they're trying to prove to him that this spaniel is better uh, at what it does in finding these body parts. And they have like these PVC pipes. Shoe. Yeah, <laughs> they have. God, 
<laughs> they have Welcome these. Back uh, to the edit, everybody. Yeah, they have these body parts in PVC pipes with some holes drilled in the side, and the guy's like, "Well, what's in there?" And he's like, "You know, different things. Like there's some skin tissue, and like some muscle, and you know, things like that." Like he wouldn't say actually what was in the tubes, which probably for the best. Um, but they hid the tubes, and the dog found them very quickly. And he's like, well, how do I know that that dog's not just going for the tube or the duct tape? What? Yeah, like, what? No dog is going to go and sniff out duct tape or PVC pipe. It's the, the, the old stuff inside that's leaking out the holes in the side. It was very, very gross. Um, and, uh, then they, they take him into the woods further and they, bring out a severed foot and then the dog finds the foot and then the guy's like oh, I'll take the dog then and the dog's name was Bullwinkle and the guy's name was Rocky uh, yeah I'm gonna die um, I'm gonna die and that that brought up yes. uh, in my memories right now just something from the first episode uh, that I forgot to touch on and is also very disgusting uh, <laughs> wow well please share yeah, <laughs> prepare yourself, guys. No, yeah. it was the the segment on koalas, and this was back oh, with right. the people oh, who were okay. like, yeah, he was super excited to be yeah. talking about this. Now you may think koalas are cute and cuddly, but they're disgusting, <laughs> and uh, they they're they, not bears. No, don't call they, them bears, or someone on YouTube <clears throat> is going to get mad at you. They talk about uh, how koalas sleep around eighteen hours a day. Um, and they eat eucalyptus leaves, and they're like, we don't know why they eat them. They're super hard to digest, and so they sleep most of the time. Uh, and then when they have babies, uh, the babies, when they get older enough to be off the mother's milk, then they have to eat, uh, I can't remember what they, oh, they called it pap. And <laughs> Kevin's just like, oh, no, you're pronouncing that wrong. Uh, and it's literally, they hang out, it's, I know I sent Dave the quote for this, but uh, it talks about how they uh, they hang out around the mother's anus uh, and they eat the diarrhea. Hey, let's not. <laughs> hey, so, why are we talking about this? Because it's part of the episode. Okay, uh, yeah, we have to and talk then they about talk it. about how they all I mean, have look- chlamydia. <laughs> like they said, almost all the quail bears nowadays have chlamydia. So. They're covered in their own poop, and they have STDs, and they sleep all the time. <laughs> You're on your own. I didn't bring this up. I was, uh, I was just gonna let it go. <laughs> oh, we got way worse things than that to talk about, my friend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um, but that was about it for the guy in the goose thing. Once they got done with the cadaver dogs thing, that was the end of it. Uh, so that one was, I don't know, the most normal. <laughs> of all the stuff because then we get right back into Richard Terry uh, yeah. with uh, the river monster. This time he's looking for the Naga river monster which has been attacking people in the in the, the rivers uh, in uh, Thailand and, and they it, keep it's, getting it's, bit in the feet. Yeah, but it's just like the other one only it's in Thailand and the monster is a snake. Yes. Uh well supposedly they they call it the Mekong fish uh, flesh eater, yeah. <clears throat> and so he goes into this river. This is this is the most notable 
thing from any of the total riff-offs. Everybody is familiar with this one because they've referenced this uh, in riffs since then. Uh, but this is where we get the famous line, thick brown soup. Oh, I thought that was the third one for some reason. Um, it was in this one. In the first one, he uh, when he's crawling around through the cave, <clears throat> he talks about how the water and the mud and the bat guano mixed together on his pants to form a thick guano soup. So apparently that's like his thing. What? He thick, likes th- thick, thick, thick soups. Thick poo soup? Yeah, thick poo soup. Oh, weirdo. But, uh, first, he, think it, he thinks it might be a snake, so he goes and talks to somebody about a king cobra, and then he thinks it might be a catfish. Uh, Wait, okay, is, is this the one where he talks about, like, think they're like, for some reason, howl monkeys get brought up? No, that's... They're uh, all... That's the other. That's the last one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like. Okay. I'm gonna be honest, guys. They all like all the Richard Terry ones. Just like it's all a blur. It's all like, the it all same. Blurs, thing. It, it all blurs together because it's all so similar. Like it's it's, it's a very formulaic show. Yeah. <clears throat> where he he gets gets on the scent of this mythical creature that's attacking people. And he goes to look yeah. for it, and he thinks, well, maybe it's this animal, and maybe it's this animal, and no, guess what? It's this animal, and that's the end of the episode. Uh, but that's like, what yo, it's it was been And then maybe I'll have to come back later. Yeah, and maybe see I'll if I can actually this find place it. again. You know, he gets all <laughs> wistful at, yeah. at the end. Yeah, <clears throat> like, maybe I'll have to revisit this place again on my on my next adventure yeah. here. Uh, he's he's in the boat in the middle of this, this big river, and uh, he's trying to go to this sunken temple where they think the uh, the Naga oh. lives, and he's he's in this boat, and water he's temples. got a fish finder. Yeah, the water temple, and uh, he's like, "Oh, there's something moving in the water right there." Oh, it's a log. <laughs> like, come on, dude. You know it's a chunk of wood when you get into it. And then he all freaks out, like, "Oh, it's right here! It's gonna get me!" No, it's it's wood. It's nothing. Like, 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 like I. It really seems like he's making his videos for like for like stupid people or or or, or children. Well, it was originally like, oh, a British television show, so. Dude, I can't believe anybody watching this would be like fooled by like by like his big gesticulations, like, "Oh my goodness." It's uh, it's something big and scary. Like, oh, it's nothing. He had a total of like, uh, sixteen episodes of this show. <laughs> so, we've we've got wow. some more some more that uh, some more that that they could do potentially in the future. Um, but yeah, sixteen well, whole it's episodes. Been six years since they released one. The Mekong Flesh Eater. Yeah. Uh, but the 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 main mysterious animal in this one was a freshwater stingray. Yeah. <laughs> so he's that de- well, I mean, I guess he outdid Steve Irwin I, on that one. I told you that was going to come into play in one of these episodes. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like watch out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if your name's Steve, don't go swimming yeah. in Thailand. Um <laughs> oh, Sorry. That was that was uncalled for. I do. I actually uh, had a lot of respect for Steve Irwin. Um, yeah. 
Well, he's I enjoyed, not I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's um, get off this train before I say something incredibly inappropriate. Even more inappropriate. We yes. We all know I want to. Yes. So we're going to move on to animals behaving badly. And this was the horny oh, episode. Uh, this one, uh, this, <laughs> this had a thing in here that, that Dave reminded me of that I completely forgot about. Well, I, I, here, here's the thing. I forgot about it too, and I was telling you about it as I was watching it, because I was I saw this and I was like, "Okay, here's what happens, guys." So it's like it's like America's funniest home movies only <laughs> with um, uh, there. There's no nice way to say it uh, with animals raping humans. We're attempting um, to anyway. Yeah, so uh, it's a. Goat, right? Is it <laughs> no, a goat? It's a it's, or, a, it's or, a deer. What the hell is it? It's a buck. Oh, right. A buck, okay, white-tailed so, deer. So this episode starts off with 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 this boyfriend who like brags about like taking his girlfriend out to meet this animal, a, a deer, right? And like I don't I don't know how he, I don't know how he arranged this. They were they were looking at um at a house, yeah. and a deer came out in the backyard and yeah. They, it let them get close, and so yeah, like, let them oh, get close. And she's just this. like, oh, ha, 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 ha. and so she went up to go like pet it and say hi. And the deer wanted a little bit more, and like it, 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 it attempted to to mount her, yep. and like it was like she's trying to, she's trying desperately to get away from it. Like and the she's boyfriend's like crying just laughing and, and, and screaming, and her boyfriend's filming this and saying, ha ha ha. It's trying to hump you. It's trying to hump <laughs> yeah, you. And, I, and she's says. just like not having any of it. You know, it's just like, and he thinks it's, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's the funniest thing. And uh, you know they have to sign a waiver for this to like, so like what got me was that this, this boyfriend was laughing at this animal literally trying to rape his girlfriend, thinking it's hilarious. Yeah. And I'm like, this is terrible. Like, I mean, like, okay, look, obviously the animal is, you know, innocent. It's, it's, it's an animal. Like, it doesn't know. It's just doing what animals do. Yeah. But I, um, like, uh, you know, things that happen in the animal kingdom, et cetera. But, like, what, what, what gets me is the boyfriend not only, ta- not only laughed at her, not only taped it, um, but sent it to like America's funniest <laughs> home animal rapes. <laughs> well, they probably posted National it on Geographic, and then and they're like, like, "Oh, can we use this for a show?" Yeah, and like, what do you think she's? Be, she'd be like, 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 honey, I have a, I have a surprise for you for our anniversary. You're have gonna a be seat. on TV. Turn on National <laughs> Geographic, huh? Happy anniversary! <laughs> I love you, huh? huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and what then, kind of like, uh, like, <laughs> if I did that to my wife or whoever, like, I guarantee that would not be a happy conversation afterwards. No, oh no, most definitely not. Most definitely like, like, not. Like, 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 after any of those, like, after I laughed at her while she was filming during the attempted sexual assault by this animal, and then again later on. When I uploaded it to the internet and submitted it to America's funniest home <laughs> animal rapes, you know, yeah. it, 
That was just the I idea that they had it on there was was yeah yeah it's just like oh my gosh oh that wasn't the first thing on here the first thing on here was the video with the raccoon that got in the chimp pen at the zoo and they like frisbeed it across the enclosure and uh into the cement wall and then it just kind of ran out through a uh a drain a sewer drain oh 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 is this also the one where uh, that baby climbed into a gorilla cage and the gorilla tried to eat it, and then bad things happened to the gorilla? No. Oh they no! Don't, way. They don't have the, that. That was Harambe. Yes, <laughs> that they don't have that on this video. That's for sure. This one does have the chain smoking orangutan though. Ooh. Uh, and how the people kept throwing lit cigarettes into the orangutan's pen. That's kind of awful. Uh, Coming so from a guy. Could sit there and smoke. Coming from a guy who wrote a novel about a chain-smoking monkey. <laughs> but that's a book, Dave. Say, that's not real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to say, I find this kind of morbid. <laughs> uh, there's a cheetah who uh, climbs up in a photographer's uh, safari jeep and poops uh-huh. on him through the sunroof. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they, 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 they showed, like, the poo dropping. Yeah, and he like caught it in a napkin or something. Like what? No. <laughs> Be like, hey, um, I got pooed on by a cat. Yeah, I can right. get that at home. <laughs> we got uh, what else was in this one? Oh, the uh, the turtle in the shoe. The turtle being amorous with the shoe uh, <laughs> and making his little eh noises. Yeah. Um, we got the uh, another raccoon in this one. There was a guy who raised the raccoon from uh, a baby. And uh, it, it grew up, and it literally was tearing apart his house, <laughs> like everything in his house. Uh, well, what a, do you expect? A bear cub got in somebody's garage, uh, and the, the mama bear was trying to get it out uh, by, like, pushing up on the garage door more. Uh, that was interesting. These are just bad home movies. This really is America's funniest home animal attacks. Yes. Uh there was a video of rats uh, eating their babies. Uh, we had, things started getting a little disturbing at that point because then we had the thing we had the thing with the elephant having a baby at the zoo and everybody's like, "Oh, a baby at the zoo!" And then the baby wasn't moving, so the elephant started kicking it around. And I know it's <laughs> nature, but when you see a bloody baby elephant on the ground being booted by its mama, it's uncomfortable to watch. Um, of course, the elephant was doing that because uh, it was that's what basically that's what do, they do. Yeah. They they do that that's to like wake them up and then they start getting around. We talked about this last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very disturbing, but uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah Atomic okay, Hero look, Squad said that uh, the the chain smoking orangutan was life imitating art when you were talking about your book. Yes, that's correct. And that the orangutan read your book and was inspired to smoke. So. Good. I'm glad. The bus. <laughs> I get. I get. You know. Hey, just go to go to go to um, uh, Winston Salem dot info and input the <laughs> checkout the checkout promo code True Blue Rift Tracks <laughs> or something. Yeah. Is Winston Salem. Uh, are they even like a company in business anymore? No. Well, no. I, I'm, I'm doing a bit here, Jeremy. I understand, uh, but yeah. my brain has to take We're it. We're funded and... by Big Tobacco. <laughs> Big Tobacco, yes. It's wildly inappropriate. Go smoke. Yes. Go start smoking, kids. Uh, 
So yeah, that's that's oh. the gist of animals behaving badly. It's either really horny or really gross. But that's not even like the worst thing you that like we've seen elephants do on videos though. Oh like, no. I I can think of at least two videos with elephants that are more disturbing than that. One where uh where a mama elephant uh <laughs> abandons rejects and abandons her baby and the baby's like crying in like the zoo because her like the mom tried to kill it and like won't love it and just like it's like the most awful thing you can see the big (laughs) elephant tears baby elephant tears down it's terrible and then of course the world famous uh maybe it's not an elephant i'm sure there's there's um I'm, I'm sure there has to be. I just, but I just remember it's, it's not a, it's not an elephant, but it's a hippopotamus. Oh, it's geez. a hippopotamus video that marks their territory by pooing uh, disgustingly oh, like spraying, everywhere, like fanning yeah. their tail and spraying yeah. everywhere. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, like at least we didn't get, at least, at least we didn't get that. But I'm pretty sure there's an elephant video of elephant just like wildly having diarrhea out there. Let's change the subject. <laughs> Let's move on to episode six, uh, Brazilian Bigfoot. This one is about the Mapungari, uh, and it's uh, some sort of hairy creature who is attacking people. In, it ends up being a sloth. In Brazil, and it ends up, it's literally just a sloth. <laughs> but this is the one where he's, like, going through the, uh, he's going through the jungle. Yeah. And he hears these noises. And he's Oi. like, let's go investigate. And he gets there, and it's howler monkeys way up in the trees. This was when yeah. he was using his thermal imaging camera to navigate oh, the through of the, the jungle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, look, here's the howler monkeys. You can see them just on, on regular camera. You don't yeah. need thermal imaging. But he talked about, like, how they're called. Like, he did give a little bit of interesting information on some of these regular creatures. Uh, again, it goes back to him being a budget Steve Irwin. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's he's back at it with this one. This is the one with the waterfall. Yeah, uh, this is he's the one going where you're through. Like, Oi. He's like, I have to, I have to, to go to this village. He starts off. He's driving like a a quad, a four a four wheeler, and uh, he's he's going like down a dirt road and he's like oh the compass says i'm headed northwest and i have to uh, to head northeast to get to the village and he's like so i have to leave this here and i have to pack light because i don't want to carry a lot going through the jungle and he goes to the jungle he's like well, there should be a river around here somewhere and it might be uh raised up a little bit because they've had a lot of rain and he gets there and there's this torrential waterfall right where he is and he's like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. And they're just yeah. like, you literally just said that you were. <clears throat> and so what he, what he, for whatever reason, decides to do, instead of just trekking, you know, 10 feet to his left through the jungle to get to the part of the river where it's calm, uh, he hooks up a carabiner around a tree and uh, ties some rope in and rappels down yeah. the waterfall. He repels maybe ten feet, but yeah. he makes it look like oh my! And he, he tries to get like he tries to make as much like noise and as much like like he he's just like so dramatic about it. I'm gonna like, die. Oh gosh, I'm, the river's gonna or the 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 river's gonna break the the 
rope any second like, now. Oh my, oh, like, oh my gosh, but he literally repels only like 10 feet. <laughs> Like so that, like, 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 that's not an under-raggeration. It's not an underestimation. No, it's really only like 10 feet. Yeah, it's so, it's so bad, but. And he tries to, like, get as wet as he can, like, oh, that was so dangerous, mate. Crikey. Yeah, I'm soaking wet. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so lame and stupid. And people watched this show. He got three seasons. I mean, granted, they were short seasons, but he had three seasons that people watched this crap. <laughs> like, seriously, not, how how do I get in on, on this, Nat man? Geo, man? National Geographic. You can probably so watch I, it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> oh, I bet. You know what? I'm checking right now. I'm checking. Disney+. Plus. Do, do, do. Nat Geo. Hot Disney Plus action. Search, yes. Live. You're getting a live search again, guys. Uh, man. So that, like, that, that's going to be a new segment. We need, like, theme music, hot Google search action. Dun, 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 dun. No, it's not on here. Dang it. Ow. Man versus shark is on here, but no man versus monster. Oh, well. Boy, the giant plant monster. I don't get to watch the rest of the dumb. <laughs> oh, this 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 killer creature, this mysterious, you know, chupacabra is killing people. Oh no, sorry, it's just a snake. Yeah, that's that, that's. I mean, like that's all this con man is is doing. Yeah, like, and I feel bad because he seems like a nice guy, and he just he just he's just paying the bills. Yeah, guy's got to do something. I do something. A lot hey, of people he... aren't right now, but he's doing something. If he I can mean, trick people into paying him money for that, I mean, come on. It's content. Someone, someone's clearly paying. National Geographic's clearly paying him for it. <laughs> uh, that's about really all we have to 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 say about these. You really got to watch them if you haven't. They're yeah, they're so much fun. And oh, yeah. it they're, was they're, they're a ton of fun. It's worth the it price to admission. So sure. nice. I actually got to watch the original three on television when they aired. And being able to watch something on TV, lie on live TV, not on you know, live broadcast, not on like, demand. On demand. And and hearing the guys again on on a regular television show. There was just something something fun about that. And I would I love honest? if they ever got to do it again. Can I be honest? Because I'm known for telling lies and holding back my opinion on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. TV doesn't impress me anymore. I'm a boomer. <laughs> or, like, like, or maybe, no, wait, I wouldn't be a boomer. I'm no. a zoomer. Yeah. If yeah. you were a if you Something. were a boomer, it would it would majorly impress I would you. Be, yeah, I would be like you. I would be like, yeah, you're a boomer and you're <laughs> impressed like with me. TV. Yeah. I didn't say I was impressed with it. You're I just like, said I enjoyed only, only like, seeing it. You're only like three years older than me. And yeah. <laughs> but I'm a boomer, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, boomer. That would be – that's like um, the worst kind of like, – like, like if they still had like 90s type of sitcoms. Yeah. Today there would definitely be like like a sitcom called OK Boomer. It was like in the nineties it would be like Starring Boomer Esiason. Starring Boomer Esiason. 
Yeah, uh, like talk to the hand or In case you don't, don't know who there. that is, he used to be a quarterback in the NFL. I believe it was who? for Cincinnati, Boomer Esiason. I don't even remember that. Like, Boomer Esiason is like, hey, man, I stopped. Like, me and pro sports, we broke up in, like, 2003 because I just realized I couldn't care anymore. Now, John, John Stockton and Carl Malone weren't a thing. And it's just like, well, he bye, was in the NFL until uh, 1997. Oh, I should definitely know who he is then, because that's what yeah. I actually cared. Yeah, he he played mostly for the Cincinnati Bengals. But yeah, that would that would be, ah, uh, yeah. Josh Josh says I'm from Cincinnati, so I definitely know. Yeah, that's no, just one of the dumb quarterback from Cincinnati that uh, was really good. For a while, but nothing ever. They never really went anyplace. Carson something. Carson. Or his last name was Carson. I don't know. Like 2003. If we have Bengals fans in the chat. (laughs) Palmer. Carson Palmer. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever happened to him? Uh, I don't know. He stopped playing. He retired. I don't know. Got hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, well, I thought he was back in the day, 18 years ago. I thought he was definitely going to be the next Tom Brady, but he, I guess I was wrong. Josh says uh, he might have a car dealership now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's usually what happens, right? They they go yeah. into, either oh, yeah. either like, they go into yeah. commentary well, or their John, car dealership. Carmel and John Stockton have all kinds of dealerships around here. Oh, I bet they do. Uh, before before we get into uh, the True Blue Boba Cast, uh, is that what we're calling it? Well. I mean, we could we could still call it the True Blue Mando cast for this particular episode, but before yeah. we get into that, um, oh, I want to wish a, a, a happy ten uh, year birthday to Ghost oh. House. Yes, one of our all time favorite riffs was originally released January nineteenth, two thousand and twelve. Yeah, it's twenty twelve. Get it right. Thank you. Oh, whatever. Um. Came out ten years ago. <laughs> that's that's the. Yeah. That's the thing we're getting to here. So let's ten years ago, and it's still song. at the top. So... <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 not that ghost house song. This ghost house song. <laughs> so raise a glass and toast the ghost house. All you lads, drink up. The beer is fine and flowing. Da da da. There's a song. Kevin sings a song like that in yes. in Ghost House. Yes, the uh, I'm amazed. I remember that much of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh that's another Ghost one. House is... If you have never seen Ghost House, what the uh, heck are you doing? What? Is, nothing. Our, is, top is my tier. cat there? Huh? No, I said if you've never seen Ghost House, what are you doing? Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> I thought maybe there was an I thought maybe there was an interruption there, and somehow my cat got there. Oh, it could have been was my interrupting pup. you because we did get that puppy, and uh, she's very much a puppy. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's only 11 weeks old right now, so I don't know what else to expect. Uh, of course, she's going to be a puppy and do very puppy things, like eat everything in the house. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, she chews up everything. It's fun. Um, but yeah, Ghost House. Ghost House. <laughs> Ghost House. Definitely top. <clears throat> I'd say top five. Oh, easily. I mean, it's still in my top three, so... It's like it's, but and it's definitely my number one 
on the wish list for Rift Tracks Live. Like, oh my gosh! If I had to choose between Ghost House, Roller Gator, and Guy from Harlem, I think the first choice would be Ghost House. A Ghost House Live show would be Ghost House Live show. The best. We've said this many, many times. Many, best. many times in October. Yes. Let's Let that be happen. your Halloween let's, show, guys. Let's start a petition. <laughs> let's go on change.org and start yeah, a petition. Have, have Rift Tracks do... do this. Uh, <sighs> uh, Josh, we 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 worked very hard to make top ten lists uh, for Rift Tracks, and it is very difficult um, oh, yeah, for us to do that. Now, he asked how we yeah. can even begin to make a top ten. Um, I... I made a top 10 initially like jeez 2016 I think 2015 somewhere around there like right after I got into Rift Tracks and I watched a whole bunch of it I started like ranking them in my head and then I made an official list um a while ago and I usually just uh bump stuff out of that list to make room for newer stuff that's come yeah, out that new I stuff like more. like a, like a talking <clears throat> cat that's now 4 years old um but oh, uh, he does it all ago, the time. I've been thinking about doing another one. Um, uh, I did a thing on the Riff Wiki, and since the Riff Wiki is now a broken pile of crap, um, I'm thinking about just doing one for my website for a Riff Track Starter Kit, where it goes through and there's like four levels. There's the basics, and there's next steps and deep cuts, and they each have like ten on there. For like new people getting into Rift Tracks, can like get into it. The last time I updated it, I think was in 2017. All right. Well, here, here, Dave. Here's our yeah. homework for next week. Oh God. <laughs> or for our next episode. I don't know when my next day off is going to be. Um, we're going to make that list. We're gonna. Do- oh, okay. Are, Are we gonna, gonna do, do that? It live That's on gonna air? be. Yes, we will we will go through that. We'll each make our own lists. They're probably going to be very similar. Uh usually well, we, the, yeah. we find that we do that um because, unintentionally, yeah. but mm-hmm. uh we'll we'll do that. We'll do our uh our Rift Track starter kit lists. Rift Tracks. I'm gonna make a note of this on my whiteboard right here. And be sure to remind me because you know how I am with remembering things. And and the way I remember things is that I don't. Rift Track starter lists. There we go. I got that on my whiteboard, so I'll see it and actually remember it. Because if I don't write it on the whiteboard or don't write it down somewhere where I can see it, it doesn't exist anymore. <clears throat> that's how my that's how good my brain is at doing things. It just kind of rolled over itself right there. Uh, but now we are going to move on to the True Blue Mando cast. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and call it the True Blue Mando cast. I mean, that's what it is. That's what it is. So if you haven't watched this week's episode of Book of Boba Fett, uh, now would probably be a good time to bow out if you don't want to be spoiled. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. And if you're going to stick around, great. Uh, this, you know, whatever. Whatever you feel like doing. Yeah, we don't care. All right, Josh says he wants sp- to be spoiled. All right, we're going to okay, give... Cool. We're going to give everybody, uh, you know what? We're going to give everybody our end credits uh, okay. to, to dip out if they want to. So we'll give our very short version of the end of Rock Till You Die that we normally play at the end of the podcast. Rock uh, Till You Die. Rock and, 
yeah, it's only 16 seconds long. Uh, but for those of you who are leaving, if you enjoyed the podcast and you'd like to help support us, you can go to patreon.com slash trueblueriffcast, and you can uh, drop us uh, a little bit uh, here and there. Or you can subscribe right here on Twitch, uh, and that will help also. We also accept uh, uh, bits through uh, Twitch here. And all that fun stuff. I don't get all any normal, of this stuff. This all this all goes to Jeremy. So all the normal help, helping Jeremy. Yeah. All the normal Twitch stuff. Um. Oh, Tom Akira Squad has not. You haven't seen any of Book of Boba Fett or The Mandalorian. Okay, you really. Even if you we spoil it for you, you're not even gonna know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but for those of you who are taking off, make sure to follow uh, the podcast on Twitter at tbriffcast, and if you feel like it, you can follow me on Twitter at pb and awesome. Uh, and uh, I'm Dave. You can check me out on Twitter at at dchadwickauthor. You can check me out on uh, the web at davechadwick.info. And you can get all my books um, on uh, Amazon.com. It's uh, Dave. The first one that uh, I'm promoting hard is Monkey. But we also have a new audio book that's been out for a couple months now of my first novel written 15 years ago, Happy Valley. Uh, and the other audio books for the other books are getting done as we speak. So, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Awesome. All right. Uh, we will be back with you in 16 seconds. I guess we're done. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, it has. Um. It. Okay. That are interesting. That are just. Okay, yeah, so it's like, and we talked about this a little bit last week, I think. I'm kind of like with the book of Boba Fett, with the Mandalorian. Thanks, Josh. I was I apparently had left my microphone muted. <laughs> uh, so apparently with um, the book of Boba Fett, uh, they're very into imagery from the original series, specifically Return of the Jedi. Like that's yes. really what they're going for. It's like all this... Jabba the Hutt related uh, Moss Eisley Jabba's Palace type intrigue. You have uh, the Tusken Raiders, yeah. you have Jawas, you have like all this Tatooine based stuff. We even and, got uh, Tashi Station, yeah, which was a deleted scene in A New Hope. Yeah. Uh, Luke went off to meet uh, Biggs. And a couple friends at Tashi Station, and they uh, recreated the set for that with all the stuff inside. And uh, now I'm not sure since since Alan didn't say anything about this, he was originally credited as the biker gang member who got kneed in the balls by Boba Fett during the bar fight in this scene. Uh, but he didn't say anything about that on his Twitter or Facebook. He did come out 
uh, and mention it after uh, Boba got his ship back and blew him up, that he was one of the guys who got exploded. He was the guy who turned around and looked at it. Um, so I think maybe it was wrong on IMDb about the the being the not-kicked guy. Yeah. Um, now, the thing, like, in, like, Book of Boba Fett is that basically the story has been so far is that we're seeing flashbacks to, like, how he got out of the um, Sarlacc pit and, like, how he got to be where he was when we meet him in The Mandalorian Season 2 and a little bit of Season 1. Yeah. And that's intercut with... <laughs> Uh, after he's like taken over Jabba's territory, and like he's like on the the city council of crime bosses on Tatooine. He's the Daimo, the Daimyo. Yeah, Daimyo. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, like like they're all like friends. Well, and, I don't know that I would say yeah, that. Yeah, they're all but... like friendly crime bosses and stuff like that. And he's sort of assembling a gang. He's got his bumper car gang. <laughs> that's incredibly stupid and the dumb. The Vespa and... Squad. Go go gadget Vespa squad, and he's got um, evil Chewbacca, which I think is from the comics. Yes, Black Crusade um, is from the comics. I think uh, that's from Doctor Doctor Afra, I believe. Uh, I think that was Doctor. Yes, there was in there and in uh, one of the Darth Vader uh, things before that. Yeah. Uh, and actually, we Vader see down. how Chrysanthemum gets... I used gets... to read comic books. <laughs> we see how Chrysanthemum gets the scar. Um, is In the show, he's got the scar like over his eye. In the comics, he gets that from Ben Kenobi mm. uh, after he kidnaps Uncle Owen. Wow. I and, didn't uh, see that one. Yeah, Ben um, Kenobi slashes him in the face. And, uh, and, right and in that's the face. why he has that scar. But... Uh, it's it's been interesting. Like I said when I was muted, uh it's been it's been very interesting. Uh there's been some really good moments and there's been some moments that are very eye rolly. Um like uh, the I main character from Fugitive Rage. Have not been entertained. I mean, there have been moments where I was like I think like the stuff with the with the sand people was sort of fun to see. Yeah. But it wasn't enough. Like there, what there, there's not really a compelling story driving it forward, and there's not really something that like grips me like they did with the Mandalorian. Honestly, and like this sounds horrible, but I fell asleep through large parts of it because <laughs> I'm an old guy and I was bored. <laughs> uh, it's funny that um, you bring up the Mandalorian though. In yes, uh, then, last week's episode, yeah, uh, they're they're talking about uh, the Pike Spice Syndicate. And how they're going to basically come attack them and try yeah. and start a war. And Boba's like, I need more people. And Fennec is like, Well, how many credits do you have in the treasury? And he's like, oh, I have plenty of credits. And he's like, Why? She's like, Because we can always buy muscle. And then they play the Mandalorian's theme song. And then the, that's the end of the episode. So it's like, Oh, oh Mando's going to show up. Played the Mando- I didn't know they played the Mandalorian's theme song. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, but like I was shocked, and then in the episode that just came out, I think uh, yesterday or the day before, yep. um, it opens up with Mando. I was like, "Oh, Mando!" In, in I was fact, very pleasantly surprised. And in fact, I went from being I went from being bored as hell <laughs> to suddenly being very interested and engaged again. Yes, uh, 
this this is an entire episode of the Book of Boba Fett that they really should just make the first episode of season three of The Mandalorian. Yeah, the no. Episode no, title yeah. is Return of the Mandalorian, and uh, Boba Fett is not in this episode at all. I, I, I have a theory about this. I have a theory about this because Boba Fett, we, we meet Boba Fett and see what he goes and he gets a bounty and it's, it's, it's hilarious. He's in some kitchen someplace and he's on this really cool, um, and he gets a bounty. He's on Halo. He's yeah. on Halo. He's on this really cool Halo. And it's just like it's space not anything you've ever seen in Star Wars before. Yeah. And it was I, just like such it, a cool thing. It pulled out and showed it and I'm like, he's in Halo like this, now. Like, I was like, I this, this is game. amazing. I was like, this is what they should have been doing the whole time. Because I'm actually, like, engaged again. Yeah. And um, uh, he pulls out the Darksaber, and he starts, like, cutting people up in this in this butchery and uh, where he's getting this bounty. And he ends up getting really brutal with it. Uh, we learn why in a, a little bit later, but uh, he throws the guy he's there for on his desk and he picks up the dark saber and he just and brings it down. It slices through the guy and the desk. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. And then uh, he cuts the guy's head off and puts it like in a sack. And yeah. he walks out, and all the the regular workers for this guy are just like standing there. And he's like, look, uh, I don't know how you feel about your boss, but there's a whole pile of New Republic credits in there that uh, that doesn't belong to me. And I figure if you let me pass, you guys can go have what I'm sure your boss owes you. And so mm-hmm. they all run in there, and he walks out. He did slice his own leg with the Darksaber, which makes sense because there's a whole thing with the lightsabers where there's a reason why only Force users uh, use them because, you know, they can sense where the blade is because it doesn't well, have weight to it. Well, I don't know it. about all that, but... Uh, <laughs> In with the dark saber, it turns out it does have weight to it because it's literally the opposite of a lightsaber. Because uh, he, after he gets his bounty, he gets information on uh, on the sub. What's it? The substrata they call it of this this ring. Yeah. And he goes there, and that's where the armorer is. Yeah, he goes and he talks to Shovel Knight. Yeah, they're still alive. Uh, two well, of the, only... two of the Mandos from. Yeah, there's only two of them, yeah. but two of them are yeah, still alive. Yeah, there's only two of them. They're trying to rebuild their society. And uh, um, and it turns out that one of them is the descendant of the Mandalorian Jedi who made the Darksaber. Uh, because while Mando is getting trained in how to use it and learning that uh, if he doesn't get it under control, it gets heavier and heavier with each swing, uh, the armorer says it's because you're fighting the blade. you got to stop fighting the blade. And you, because she's like, yeah, we don't know what that means yet either. But basically, I didn't watch your weird Star Wars Rebels cartoon. Okay, it's like <laughs> I, like, I don't. That wasn't. I don't remember seeing that in any of that. They didn't mention that. Um, but basically, he's struggling against it instead of working with it or something. And it's she's like, you're not strong enough. It will win, uh, if you do that. And then the other guy comes down and he's like. That blade belongs to reason. my ancestors. Like he didn't and, have a problem uh, with it before, but suddenly yeah. he's like, suddenly he's mad. <laughs> and we're gonna, I'm gonna take it from you because it belongs to my clan. And and and, and Mando's Mando's like, just yeah, like, but sure, I got cool, it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll take you on. And he ends yeah, up beating sure, him, yeah. and yeah, and 
Then, then the armorer says, "I only call her the armorer because I don't remember what her actual name was." What well, um, a shovel knight? She asks uh, the the big dude, uh, Paz Vizsla, if uh, if he had ever taken off his helmet or had it now, taken off. Now, why is she asking no. this? I don't know because then she asked Mando, and he's like, "Uh," and she's like, "By uh, creed, you must vow," uh, and he's like, "Yes," and she's like, "Well, then you're no longer a Mandalorian." Okay. Two things. One, I already asked, why is she bringing this up now? Like, what? <laughs> like, like, like this whole time she chooses like right this second at the end of this fight where he's about to kill this guy. Have you ever taken your helmet off? And number two, are they really they, like there are three of these guys left? Are they really in a position to be throwing people out of their secret society well, when they're trying to rebuild? There's only three of this group left because they're like the super zealous. Like, you know, you have to follow all these old laws or else group. And as we've seen, none of the other Mandalorians follow those rules anymore. And yeah, she but... does bring that up because we actually see the Night of a Thousand Tears where they destroy Mandalore. Like, we actually see it where yeah. they're going by and they're basically firebombing and nuking the entire planet and then cleaning up what's left with some droids. Uh, but, it was but, but, very yeah, depressing. but still, but still, they're like they're three two members of even this like little sect. If they want to rebuild this little sect, they can't be throwing people out. I, it's like who cares about your rules anymore, lady? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, and even he's just like, all right, fine. He just walks out, grabs his uh, dark dark saber, grabs his jetpack, and and uh, just kicks sand. And okay, uh, he, now here's where I'm going to tell you my theory. <laughs> About... I thought you were going to say, "Here's here comes my least favorite part of this episode. No. Well, okay, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you my theory, <laughs> and then we're going to get into my least favorite part of this episode, and pretty much all yeah. Star Wars. Um, uh, so I think that Boba Fett, they're doing this this season to give Boba Fett a better send-off than he got in Return of the Jedi. They're going to kill off Boba Fett. And they're gonna make have Mando, Pedro Pascal take on. He's gonna like inherit his armor and inherit the mantle of Boba Fett. That would be interesting. I think I mean, they're gonna do this for like and like they need to do that. They needed to get Mando out because the Mandalorian is really like the Boba Fett Baby Yoda crossover show yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, but they didn't want to. For some reason, they didn't use the real Boba Fett. They just got this other guy who looks remarkably like Boba Fett um, in his armor and and such. Uh, I guess they figured the Boba Fett character uh, maybe carried a little bit too much uh, baggage and they wanted to start fresh. Could be. Um, but they still that wanted that like too. iconic look. So um, so like he was really like that. That's kind of like really like the imagery that the show was sold on was like, oh, hey, look, here's a here's another Boba Fett. Yeah, here's He's a new taking, Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah. I mean, so, even when, we, when old... we started talking about the show, we just referred to him as Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. Because... Just, yeah, so Boba Fett, yeah. So um, there's Django Fett, Boba Fett, and now there's this guy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like, no one saw... But, like, what really made the show take off, I mean, there was all this cool, like, this is the way kind of, like new twist on Boba Fett. 
um, that uh, that was very intriguing and, and new and exciting. But yeah. what really sold the show was Baby Yoda. That's it's the Urkel what, factor. Yes, the Urkel factor. That's correct. Uh, so this is this is the Baby Yoda show. Uh, go back and listen to season two of the True Blue Riftcast. It's the Baby Yoda effect. I yes. think that's the actual name of the episode. Um, I think we. I think it was the Urkel factor. Yeah, or the Urkel factor. Um, but so you have. But then in season two, they're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we actually brought the old, the, the for real Yoda, uh, not Yoda, but the for real Boba Fett back. So now you have a series that has two Boba Fett, that's about Boba Fett, but it has two Boba Fetts in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, I'm going to bring up a little bit of uh, a hot take. Oh, no. They shouldn't have cast that guy who played Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> they shouldn't have cast him as Boba Fett. Because if you go back and you look at Empire, like Boba Fett's a skinny dude, but this guy who played Jango Fett, he was a middle-aged guy in 2002 when Attack yeah. of the Clones was released. And now he's like... He's like, very I mean, barrel-chested. Like, I know, I know, I, I know I'm one to talk, but this dude's like 250 pounds now. And he's like a he's like an older guy, yeah. You know, so um, but so anyway, they they brought him in and they wanted to give him this cool backstory so they could like show how he escaped from the Sarlacc pit, and I think they're building him up to have a a, a, a decent send off other than like getting um, eaten and burped up by the Sarlacc accidentally going out accidentally. Yeah. Yeah, going like, out accidentally. He went out like a he went out like a punk, but of course Django went out like a punk too. Like yeah, but he so just landed and Mace Windu just went ramp. I think they want Mando to take up that imagery because the Mandalorian is so had was such a wild success, and the other like recent Star Wars ventures weren't. It was like the biggest success it's had since the Force Awakens. Yeah, I. I would so, uh, tend to agree with that. So um, I think that they just want to. I think they want Pedro Pascal's character to be the standard bearer for Boba Fett. To take, but over, they yeah. can't do that with the original with the with the OG Boba Fett still around. Yeah, and out with Chun Li and Jabba's palace, killing Bib <laughs> Fortuna. Blur, blur. And I, I, I think you're you're probably on the right track here. If nothing else, I don't see this series really getting more than one season because I don't know what they would do after, you know, you have him take over and he's here. And I don't know, maybe he will still be alive at the end of it, um, but he'll realize, you know, hey, I don't actually need to be I, this bounty hunter I need to commit. I don't need to commit crimes. I can be a nice guy. Like, um, I don't necessarily want him to die, but just leaving him there in Tatooine knowing that he's in charge and he's trying to... Hanging out there with his girlfriend, Chun-Li. He's trying to make it a better place because that's what he's doing. Like he's, yeah. He feels bad about the crime because he's like, oh, yeah, you... He's oh, seeing yeah, who the Tat real criminals are. Like In the, the last episode or two episodes ago with uh, Steven Root where he was the watermonger, and uh, he's like, you need to lower your prices. Like, stop ripping these people off for water. That's why they stole it. 
because you're overcharging them by like three times what it's worth. Now, and, yeah, you know, I heard that, like, well, why does Boba Fett care? He's a he's a he's a bad guy, but I yeah. guess he's he, he's done what what they call in wrestling a face turn. <laughs> a face turn. Yeah, which is um, which is weird. Like, and that's my honestly, that's my big thing. Like, really, dude, you're just gonna be this like normal nice guy. Like, you're Boba Fett. You're supposed to be this stoic, you know, mm-hmm. guy. That's the stoic presence uh, that and people are is, supposed that's what to Mando fear. Is. That's what Mando is now, and and, uh, and that. But they they brought Mando back in Book of Boba Fett. We're all caught up, and like I was so engaged with this episode. Like they talk about Grogu and about how he's gonna go. Like it's like, oh, we're gonna see Luke Skywalker. Again. He gets like, he gets the Beskar steel, uh, Beskar spear melted down, and uses part of it to make something. We don't know what yet, but he makes something. I know exactly what it is for I know Grogu. Exactly what it is? Well, it was it's, chains, so it's a necklace, right? And he's gonna put the ball from the sh- from yeah, the, the Razor Crest yeah, on the there. From, okay. yeah, well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Crest. It was yeah. Okay. That's exactly so what now, I was thinking. Okay, was. yeah. So, so here we are thinking that we're going to go see Grogu and uh, Baby Yoda. No, no. We're going to go see Amy Sedaris, the worst actress in the history of Star Wars. <laughs> it's and literally his least favorite person from The Mandalorian. Like, lower, lower than – no, she's lower than Jar Jar Binks. She's lower <sighs> than anything. She's lower than Rose Tico, and I don't even have a problem with Rose Tico. I'm just using that as – a barometer for people who might be listening who hated Last Jedi. She's worse <laughs> than that. Okay. Um, but the the other thing about Boba Fett in the book of Boba Fett, and yeah. uh, his actor uh, actually agrees with this. I saw an article the other day. Uh, he talks too much. Like he yeah. literally has too many lines, and even even uh, his actor uh, Tam- Tamara. Yeah. I don't know how to say his first name. Uh, he said that he's tried to get them to edit, to cut some of the lines out so he doesn't record them, so Bubba Fett doesn't talk as much. And Favreau's like, no, you gotta, you gotta say the lines. Well, I wrote, I, I wrote these. I wrote Iron Man. Come on, my, my my stuff is genius. But this this last episode, like I said, Bubba Fett was not in here at all. Half of the episode, uh. This this last half of the episode with Amy Sedaris, uh, he had gone to Tatooine because she said she found him a replacement for the Razor Crest, and he thought it was another Razor Crest class ship, and instead he gets a uh, he gets an Episode One mobile, and I wanted to barf. <laughs> yeah, the the Starfighters from from uh, Naboo from Naboo, uh, which I thought was interesting when I first saw like the. The engines. I'm like, is she gonna give him a pod racer? A pod like, racer? No, that's, that's what, what I thought, thought it was gonna I was be. Like, first. No, <laughs> I'm like, he like, can't go into space in a pod racer. Uh, but no, so she makes him. They fix up this uh, this ship. They put it a few. Looks pretty good. They put a few mods on it. Uh, they basically turn it into a hot rod, uh, with the uh, the big carburetor sticking out of the hood of the vehicle, and like it sounds a little beefier when he starts it up, and. Uh, he takes off. She's like, "See how it handles." And, and he gets uh, pulled over. He's like, and "It's a little, it's a little bumpy. It's, it's like, a little bumpy." Where are your tags? And she's like, "You're used to flying a gunship. This is a starfighter." And he's like, "Okay, I'll open it up and see what it's got." And he pushes things forward, and he just whoo, zips off. And uh, he's like, oh, "The handling's <laughs> pretty good, but I, you know, how's the maneuverability?" And she's like, "Well, if you uh, go off in this direction, you're gonna find." 
Beggar's Canyon. Beggar's Canyon. And yeah. he's literally doing the course from the race, uh, the pod Which race from episode with. one. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to see what she's got. And he takes it up into space and he starts like flying around one of the commercial flights like he came to Tatooine on. And, uh, yeah, and then he gets pulled over by, yeah. by the X-Wings. And uh, we only see the one pilot of the X-Wings uh, at first. And he's like, license and registration, please. And he's like, oh, you yeah, just got done like, building oh, it. And he he's like, your engine power. Like, yeah. It's like, no, he just just built it. Yeah, he was, like, totally straight with him. Yeah, and then the other guy's like, I think we can let him go with a warning. And it goes over, and it's Appa from Kim's Convenience again, the guy that showed up in in the the Mandalorian the first season and uh, gave uh, this other character, uh, made this other character into a deputy (laughs) that I'm not going to mention because I don't want to start anything with that. But... uh, yeah, he oh, lets him off oh, with the warning, okay, yeah. and uh, he's he wants to ask him some questions though, and it shows Mando kind of turned his head and look at him for a second, and then he reaches forward and he flips this uh, this sublight uh, switch that you put in there. And he's like, said, he's "You're like, really nope, gonna evacuate like, nope, your exhaust manifold if you know what I mean if you push that button," and he pushes it, and it's basically hyperdrive without hyperdrive. Uh, and he comes back, and then Fennec Shan shows up and says, uh, Boba Fett needs help. Here's some money. And he's like, uh, no, it's on the house because Boba Fett helped him with Grogu. And uh, he's like, first, I got to go see a little friend. And that's the end of the episode. And it and abruptly go. goes to the book of Boba Fett music instead of the Mandalorian music, which I was fully expecting because it was a Mandalorian episode. This was yeah, not was an episode of Book of Boba Fett. This, no, this was, was the first episode of season three Mandalorian. of Mandalorian. It was, it was so different. I was just like, and I just like felt like, like, like my mood immediately changed. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this is so great. Like we're seeing like new stuff. And yeah. like we're actually doing cool things again. It's like this, it's like, this is a show I like. Yeah, you know, it's like I remember this. I hope it stays like this for the last episode or two. I don't even know how many episodes Book of Boba Fett has. I don't know. I think it has like eight, something like that. Oh, uh, fun fact: uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed this episode. Yes, I noticed that. Uh, at the I was end, surprised. Uh, seven episodes total. So we have. I was two surprised that a left. lady did such a good job. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, her some of her episodes in the in the the first two seasons of Mandalorian were the best. So were excellent. Yes. Yeah. The one, yeah, one with uh, uh, what's her face, Gina Carano, where she made her uh, first appearance, and they fought the ATSTs. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so this this episode, if the last two episodes of the show stay on this track with this type of energy behind it, it's not even the fact that Boba Fett wasn't in it. And it was just the Mandalorian. That's not the only reason why this was such a good episode. It well, was yeah, because I mean, like, it, it followed was... a different track. It yeah. like the show turned a corner when it hit this episode. And I really hope that there's not a brick wall right there and they have to turn back. I hope that they can keep yeah. going in this direction because it will make the next two episodes that much better. And my son Are there only seven episodes? Yeah, there's only seven episodes. Um oh, my God, son why? desperately Wants to see Boba Fett riding on that pet rancor that uh, Machete brought to him. <laughs> I want to see Luke Skywalker and Grogu again. 
I don't want to see Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker. <laughs> no, I don't think they would do that, but I think they're probably uh, going to use the technology that the uh, other guy used with the deep fake stuff to make it look a little bit better. Okay. Uh, I, I think they would do that again. And uh, I don't know, maybe use Sebastian Stan for his body and then just kind of do a couple Aren't tweaks to his face. I'm fine with just being regular old Sebastian Stan. Cause, you I know, would be okay I, with that, too. He does look similar enough, I think. I mean, what's he doing? He's being in the Winter Soldier. That was terrible. He needs to redeem himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's such an awful... <laughs> no, 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 no. Not the character. I'm talking about the show, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh... Which was awful. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the Star Wars Mando cast. <laughs> Or True Blue Mando Cast, or whatever the heck True we're Blue, calling yeah, it. Yeah, True Blue Mando Cast. True Blue Mando Cast. Do you have anything else we want to talk about? No, I think that's it. Um, again, on our next. Tomorrow. Our next. I hope there should be, because we didn't get anything last week. We just had a sale. I think there so is, because we... I was looking on the Patreon, and I think oh, they're is talking that, about. Is that talking coming about out this something. week? Something. Is that. Talking about some kind of thing I, on it. I saw that the talking riff tracks so that. I didn't watch it, but is that the no, one that's yeah, coming out this week? I mean, I pay for it. It's my choice whether or not to watch it. No, they yeah. Yeah, they said it's supposed to be – they said next Friday, and that was last week. So, Ooh, yeah, I think so we're getting one tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so if you have the – page, if you're a, a Rift Tracks patron, uh, then you know what movie's coming out tomorrow. And, See, uh, we haven't. We don't even know. <laughs> like I, know well, no, I know yet. what it is. I just don't want to – I don't want to say it. Oh, okay. I want to – People, they'll find out tomorrow, but uh, it looks interesting. It's Copper Mountain 2. Oh, God. <laughs> and on that note, guys, I think we're going to take off. We're going to get okay, out of here, cool. let you get back to your day. And, uh, oh, I figured out I played the wrong, the wrong Rock Till You Die edit. That's what it was. I did play the wrong one. All right. Oh, this yeah. is the right one. Uh, after this one, we will, uh, pop on over to, uh, somebody. Let's see who's on real quick. I'm going to start playing uh, this Ross. and then I'm going to start a raid and, uh, let's raid Bob Ross. Cause that's totally relevant to our channel. <laughs> I'm going to see if Ammo's on. always on. Yes. Rift Tracks is always on. So I'm going to see if Ammo's on. If Ammo's not on, then, uh, oh, my Ooh. screen started freaking out. Uh, if if ammo's on, we'll we'll raid her. If not, we'll go to the Rift Tracks channel. So I'm gonna start. I have no that. idea who that is. Okay. Uh, really? You don't follow her? Who? Amrouth? Ammo. Ammo. Ammo loves games. No, she's not on. All right. Well, so we're just gonna. I, go I don't know what that is, but send me a link. If, if, like, if she's, she's a, a fan. She's a Sorry if you're yeah. listening. Cause I don't know what your channel is. <laughs> I'm a she's jerk. a friend. This is also the Rift Tracks, but all right. I'm going to okay. play this and then we'll uh, go raid Rift Tracks, guys. Have a good one.
All right, guys. Thanks again for hanging out. And uh, we're going to go head over to Rift Tracks now. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Until next time, guys, stay safe and be good to each other.